good afternoon. This is Glenn Andrews, Glenn D. Andrews to be exact. And this is Heroes and Kings. It is October 3rd, 2021. And uh, busy as usual, I am in my garage, the weight room, the third space of training and and getting folks over to the house and doing what I do. Oh, real quick, real quick, as usual, get over to Heroes and Kings with a Z dot world so you can get that merchandise. We just came out with some funky, funky, funky shorts. Uh, The black are embroidered. The white and gray are direct-to-garment print of our logo and our brand. And as usual, everything in the store, from the hoodies, the hats, the socks, the shoes, the watches, the T-shirt hoodies, even the water bottles. There is a story behind everything we do. And if we ever in an elevator and got to explain what the brand, what the logo, what the mission is, we can do it in five minutes. So again, get over to heroesandkings.world, pick up that merch, and uh, keep supporting us because we pay it forward. Oh, we got the Adidas hats, the Adidas backpack. That's nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. So anyway, this is Glenn D. Andrews. Heroes and Kings, father, husband, mentor, personal trainer, coach, personal trainer of trainers, business coach, consultant, speaker, builder, entrepreneur, polymyth, activist, grown man, no skeletons in the closet, straight shooter, politically incorrect, an old school grown ass man and uh the last three weeks has been probably the biggest I don't know if it's the biggest or the the most intense period time of my life dealing with extremes from some financial demands. Uh, We had a second on the house and that came due and we were able to put some things in place to get that taken care of. Uh, The pandemic disrupted the type of training I was doing and just folks trying to get uh, COVID shots and those that are anti-vaxxers. I wasn't able to retain all the clients that I had as well as me running the gym. Uh, that slowed up a bit. So the finances got disrupted for a good year, year and a half in a weird way and uh, able to come through that. And then my mom, my mom, she's been dealing with colitis, which is basically pockets in the colon. And she had the surgery for that. And brought her home about two about two weeks two weekends ago on a Friday and and thought everything was fine and had to rush her to the hospital approximately a week and a half to two weeks ago and through the tests due through all the tests that the medical professionals and the doctors was doing uh, 
there was a, a chance where her kidneys were failing. Uh, it's in a, a host of other issues that came after the surgery from some kidney failure to some allergic reaction to the medicine and just diff some different medical challenges that my wife, my, my wife, my mom has had to face. And through it all, we kind of found out uh, she had maybe just had something to eat that Friday evening and it made it nauseous and quite, there was a chance that she may have tore something internally and uh, her dual denim was perforated. So she has since had all the surgery. She's in recovery. She's doing fine. And as a matter of fact, I just came from, from checking on her, called my dad while I was there, called my brother while I was there, called my wife while I was there as well. My parents are in their 80s and in their fantastic shape for their 80s. Everything was standing. They walked two miles every day, Monday through Friday, eat good, got gardens. And my, my folks are old school, old school from the from the old south and come up in a time where you didn't buy a lot of fast food and you did a lot of walking even though they had their jobs and, and, and raised me and my brother they still maintained somewhat of a healthy healthy lifestyle and had other health challenges throughout their life but they've been they've been real healthy and this this surgery which is a, a difficult surgery is a lot for someone in their early 80s but it was one of those surgeries he had to have so because she was always getting infections from food she was eating because it was being caught inside, being caught in her colon. And so the surgery removed the, the, the pocket, so to speak. So it's been a tough time. You know, uh, mom's doing fantastic. It's been tough on the whole family. She is the about the third oldest out of 13. And only my uncle Ralph has passed, but all the brothers and sisters are alive in Vegas and all getting close to all just about have retired just about except for maybe one or two sisters and, and, a, and a brother and just then it's all the grandkids which I am the oldest grandchild and so this two weeks with my mom being in the hospital has been a challenge but it's also a blessing too because we're still under this COVID thing and at my age and at this time when a lot of my friends and, and schoolmates and folks I know have lost their parents and I still have mine. So I have to look at it from a different perspective. Uh, this thing with COVID and the vaccinations and the anti-vaxxers, uh, I had some real, real hard thoughts and anger and rage I wanted to direct at these folks because most are sitting at home or in their office or in some little domicile with the keyboard with all this keyboard madness but I guarantee you none of them have been at a hospital to see the logistics that have had to have, that has had to happen when you have someone who has a non- COVID issue and hospitals and then you have nurses and doctors who want to get into these political and, and, and anti-vax or get the vaccination spaces and, and for me having a family member who is my mom 
having to deal with a major surgery and due to COVID-19, I could see her when she was in ICU, but because of the logistics now of trying to keep folks from bringing COVID-19 into the hospital, loved ones can't see loved ones in the hospital. And, and I, had some, I had some heavier words, some, some cursing for some individuals that I personally know who are on their rant and rave about COVID-19, but, but, but I have to let that go because two things that I am focused on right now the two things that I am focused on right now is is trying to get the finances up, trying to get the finances up, and 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 just really just trying to keep it positive, keep it positive. And so I won't dabble into that area of negativity because there's enough negativity out there. Just before the nurse and the doctor called and said I can come see my mom, I had just read this thing on Facebook that this individual was talking about what Will Smith and his and, and Jada Pinkett Smith is going through and and what single men must do and there, there's no there's no young ladies or women out there who will care for you like they did back in the day and men you should stop stop young men you should stop trying to be the, the the leaders of your family and the leaders of your of your community you just just be your best version of yourself and just be a single man and die alone and some of these individuals that's that's writing this kind of stuff and thinking thinking along this way they they get a bunch of sheep following them and thankfully I have a wife been married 24 going on 25 years and she told me to she asked me to not be so hard on my opinion when folks bring up stuff like that and I've, I've even taken it either further where I don't even participate in those kind of discussions and forums anymore because I consider the source and I think that's what you all must do when you hear some of these individuals who, who are trying to carry these topics and these issues and and it's like a running back who's fumbling or a running back or someone trying to be a running back that know nothing about football and they've been given a handoff and they fucking fumbling. Excuse my French. I'm so sick of these single butthurt sent men out here giving instructions to other young cats and they don't know what the F they're talking about. And you would ask, why should I care? Me personally, for who I am, what I am, and how I move, because I don't follow, I lead. I'm a sadomasochist. I can block pain and I can dish pain. That's what made me successful on the football field. And it even made me successful on the, on the baseball field. Well, why am I concerned? Because I have a daughter and I have a son. And they ask me questions about what's going on in this new world. 2021 of technology, social media, Google, YouTube, and all this stuff out here, and all these ideas and theories that's being passed around on how to be the best version of yourself, how to be the best man, how to be the best woman. Then you got the alphabet mafia. Then you got these folks with the pronouns of he, she, be, they, and all this other kind of stuff. When in the midst of all this, 
in the midst of all this and everything else that's going on news, I have a mom in intensive care who, with only a high school education, has amassed a great amount of wealth, along with my dad. In the middle of that, gave me and my brother everything, but the most important thing they gave me and my brother is freaking toughness. Not tenderness, toughness. Not a bunch of emotion, but toughness. And when things are not going the way they should, or when the house or when the house is on fire, we're not the ones running from the house. We're the ones running up saying, hey, is everybody out of the house? And as I so as I watch and observe and, and, and listen to what some of these little single dudes are talking about, and I hear some of what the, some of the women are saying to. I ain't a female, so I can't even speak to that. As a matter of fact, I'm not even concerned about that. Because I'll tell you this, this, tell you this little tidbit. A week ago, when I went to visit my mom in ICU, I'm parking in the parking deck, and I'm headed to the elevator. Heading to the elevator. And there was an older lady right there at the elevator. And so as the elevator was opening the door, another lady was walking up. Because I am who I am, I held the elevator door for the lady to go in who was already standing there. And as the other lady was coming up, I held the door till she got in. Then I proceeded to walk into the elevator and select my floor and where I needed to go. The two older women just looked at me and were in like in shock. And they said, both said, thank you. And they were still looking at me in shock. And I knew what it was, but then they said it. And they just literally said, you know, it's, it's a shame that there's no more gentle, gentlemen like you around. And with them saying that to me, it was bittersweet because that's the way I was raised by the woman I was going to see in ICU. Say that again. That's the way I was raised by the lady who is my mom, who I was going to visit in ICU, and I wouldn't and I wouldn't be doing anything any different. And I just told those ladies, you know, that's the way my mom raised me, and I'm going to see her. And they said, Well, you know what? You tell your mom we said thank you. And so today good nurse, good doctor made some adjustments so I can kind of circumvent the COVID piece a little bit. Uh, I have my Moderna shot. I got KN95 mask. I almost got an astronaut suit. So just so I can go see my mom and getting in there, talking to my mom, letting her know the family is concerned about her, thinking about her and sitting in the chair <laughs> sitting in this little a little rickety chair for a good four hours and it was beating up my back but you know what I ain't feel nothing cause I was sitting in the, in the room with the lady that, that that birthed me and seeing her gathering her strength sitting in that chair was kind of funny to me because it also took me back to 
when my wife said she was pregnant and she was in the hospital for four or five days when my son was to be born and she was having some difficulties. And I sat in a, a chair that was beating me up. Then spending the night, they had got me a little mattress and a little fold-up bed so I can stay in the room with Rena. And I can feel the box springs, <laughs> feel the box springs of this folding bed just punching me everywhere. And how dare I say I'm hurt sleeping on this mattress while my wife is about to give birth to my son. How dare I complain about this little flimsy, upright, stiff chair while my mom who gave birth to me in her early 80s decided to have a surgery and then through no fault of the surgery and some, some just an accident, just some issues, her, her, her system was spilling into her and she had to be rushed to a hospital and she's been hooked, hooked up to machines almost now for about a week and a half and I'm going to complain. Nah, I'm not going to complain because I got a tough wife, I got a tough mother, and I got a tough daughter. And some of these dudes out here, your problem is one, you're not a man yet. And the fact that you're not a man and maybe someone didn't teach you what that means is, and I'll break it down for you. When we're born, no one gets to select their sex. The DNA and genetics kick in, and you're gonna either be a girl or a boy, and we can get all to all those other things, hermaphrodites and all that other kind of stuff, which are outliers. But for the most part, you're either born a boy or born a girl. And there's some rules to the game. There's some rules to the game, and there's some processes and some stuff that are just, just set up. It's already set up and you follow these steps and it leads you into manhood. Hopefully you get some rites of passage. You follow these steps and it leads you into womanhood and hopefully there's some lessons and some rites of passage as well. And there'll be some head bumping, there'll be some pain, there'll be some emotion, there'll be some broken hearts. Uh, everything above and in the middle and beyond. And then along the way, you'll meet some folks who, who have gone through the process, kind of give you a model, a model of the role and also a role model. And I say that in two ways, a model that's a role and also a role model. So the astronaut suit, the manhood suit is already made. It's just a matter of, do you qualify to wear it? And quite frankly, that suit comes with a whole bunch of unselfishness. That suit comes with <laughs> some sadomasochism. You gotta take, you gotta be able to take pain physically sometimes, sometimes emotional and keep it moving. And that's my opinion. But that man suit, everybody can't fit into it. 
As a matter of fact, I think that man suit, many are called, few are chosen. Is that how, how that scripture go? Many are called and few are chosen. And I think far few are being chosen because of one thing. Because of one thing. And it's selfishness. It's selfishness to a degree where you block your own blessings. And that's the piece I don't understand. And I'll say it's two things. It's selfishness. And quite frankly, I think some of these men out here literally just do not like women. Not to do any harm and not to do anything criminal. I just, quite frankly, not only do they not like women, they more than likely don't even like themselves. And if they don't like themselves, how can they even love, like, or respect a woman? And I see it in their writing and I see it in their perspective and I see how they move. They saying one thing and they doing another and it's almost like this hypocrisy and it's this dance with hypocrisy. And since I'm a hunter, a alpha, a real G and I'm about as old school as you can get, the intelligence level is far beyond what most of y'all even know. And I, I, keep, I keep that in my back pocket. The IQ number is very, very high, but I, I don't like to throw that out there because I want to see how folks move just out of GP. And some of y'all expose, your, expose yourself, especially somebody like me, who is a straight alpha hunter and game knows game. And I can spot the real ones and I can spot the fake ones. And it's a bunch of you fake alphas out there. It's a bunch of you fake leaders of men out there and you leading a bunch of young brothers astray and thank God my son don't do no internet don't watch no TV and when I speak he centers in on my voice because I'm the example of what it is the words that come out of my mouth match up with my lifestyle it match, matches how I move 24-7 it literally matches what I've done since I was born and literally for the last 30 years, to be honest. I got receipts. I got a pattern. I got discipline. I got history. I got witnesses. Professionally, professionally, personally. So when I open my mouth, it ain't because I'm spitting the wind. It ain't theory. It's facts. Some of you dudes are selfish and some of y'all don't like women because you don't like yourself. And you need to check yourself. You need to check yourself. Because all that stuff that you pumping out on YouTube and Facebook and on your podcast is a record. It's a record of how you move. And if one of y'all move like that and you was in my daughter's space, 
I saw how you move, and then she brought you around me. I'd be answering the door with my weapon, looking at you crazy. Just to let you know, I know who you are. Radar and infrared. I see you. I got you locked in. Some of y'all are selfish and don't like yourself and don't like women. And it shows. I love me some me. Love my wife. Love my mom. Love my daughter. My cousins. My aunts. I can love them and like them because I like myself. So that's my thoughts today. That is my thoughts today. Some of you dudes don't like yourself and it shows. I just had my 58th birthday, be 60 in two years. You dudes that don't like yourself and it shows in the way you talk about women and the way you word certain things, it really don't affect me. I'm certified. But I'm watching how you move because of all these young dudes that's, that's, that's growing up and listening and in this new manosphere watching and listening to what's on YouTube and, and, and social media and what's out there now. And they're looking for direction. They're really, really looking for direction. And the few young men that I talk to, I'm giving them the blueprint and the roadmap. And what I don't say in words, they see in my actions. I have a ring on my finger that has never been violated and never will. As a matter of fact, 19 Keys talked about that. It's called self-control. The epitome and the height of alphaness and being a king is self-control. I have that and a whole lot more. Self-control on 10, discipline on 10, focus on 10, initiative on 10, creativity on 10, execution of action on 10. And quite frankly, once the, once the bank account and the bag is even more secured, it's a wrap. It'll be a wrap. Literally, it can be certified and said, Glenn D. Andrews, Heroes and Kings is the shit. And you can bank on it. So I'm sitting quiet and I'm just waiting. Because cause, cause a couple little things just hit just right. Oh, yeah. And go check the closet. Go check the receipts. I ain't scared. 
castle culture and the keyboard warriors not afraid but some of you castle culture and keyboard folks need to understand that some of us have had to deal with bullets what is a bullet to words what is bullets to a keyboard self-control so yeah mom's is doing fine my wife is doing fine my daughter's doing fine my son is doing fine early on I taught them to center in on my voice and let me only have to say it one time. And it works. We're gonna call this one Grand Canyon. <laughs> the divide Between men and boys and some of these so-called influencers that call themselves men it's like the Grand Canyon if you want to see or know how some real real men move come holler at me I know a bunch of them from Southeast San Diego. A few went to Lincoln High, a few went to Mount McGill, a few went to Patrick Henry, a few went to San Diego High, a few went to Madison, a few went to Claremont, a few went to Patrick Henry. Some went to Sweetwater. We're all in our mid-50s, heading to 60s. Most married, raised kids. Heroes and Kings, Grand Canyon, holla at your boy.